Coming up on this episode, we begin by discussing the differences between candle pin and 10 pin bowling, the best pizza in Sweden, and why you should videotape yourself sleeping. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the demolition of the Nest ecosystem, the Pixel Puzzle, and why you should think twice before buying a house over the internet. Stick around, a dope don't panic starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 242, recorded May 13th, 2019, added to the queue. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet. You, I am Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are out of the country so often. I think they're on some kind of watch list. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, uh, this time I mean it with gusto. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank when you was so the, much. When was the last time we did this? It's literally been, I think, like three or four. It's been like a month. That's crazy. It's It's been a while. It's too long. People were out of the country. People were sick. People were. It just this time of year, it always happens with us where we just get slammed. I don't know what it is. Right. Right. We got to start all the things that happen all at the same time at the end of April. We got to start spreading them out. Yeah. I think we should just bank some fake stories. There you go. Yeah. I was thinking where I'm thinking. We just pre-record some some shows that we got in the can, some evergreen content. I mean, a lot of it's pretty predictable, too, because then we could just be like, oh, my God, can you believe the new iPhones? Like they added another camera. Like some of this is really. (laughs) Can you believe the pixel ratio on that display? It's just going to be a grid of cameras like the Jumbotron at the football stadium. Well, didn't they do? They did a six lens phone. I think like Nokia or someone weird did it and it looked insane. It sounds insane. I mean, I don't know how much better you can get by adding more cameras, but they'll try. They will try. They will try. I believe it. Uh, also, I just went on Facebook for the first time in, I don't know, weeks, and I realized I didn't I didn't look at Facebook on my birthday. I forgot. So there were a bunch of posts I didn't uh, Oh, no. Cinco de Colby came and went. Boy, did it. Did you do anything exciting for your birthday? we went bowling we got tacos and then went bowling lovely candle pin bowling Ooh, i haven't uh, done when was the last time i did candle pin bowling is 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 there candle pin bowling near you sean does it extend out that far it it i don't know of any in specifically where i live now but when i was a kid um there were a couple candle pin, pin places not far from where i lived it's, mm-hmm. and it, i believe they're still there it's still a thing yeah. For a long time, it was the only kind of bowling I had ever done. Like, I was aware of regular bowling from TV. I don't think I did regular bowling until I was, like, maybe 17. I mean, like, my whole childhood, I'd always done Candlepin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was either I did regular bowling the first time either in college or, like, at home. But, like, like one of the summers of college or something like that. Uh, now today, which do you prefer? Honestly, I like so I m- most recently candle pin bowled, and then before that, I probably haven't bowled in three to four years. So it's hard to say. I feel like I enjoy candle pin bowling. It's kind of so the place the place near where I live is uh, there's no scorekeeping machine, so you have to keep score yourself. Ooh, fun. Um, Old school. Yeah, which on the one hand is terrible, uh, but also it's kind of fun. I don't know. Uh, they also have pretty good pizza. Yeah, that's nice. a big... They're like I can think of like two or three in the greater area where I live of like the new chains of like upscale bowling that, that they're trying... Like I know there's round one... And spare time, and there's a couple chains that are go, trying mm-hmm. to go nationwide. They've opened a couple near me. I haven't been, but they're supposed to be a little more upscale. Dope. It's like the uh, Kabuki Theater of bowling. Is Kabuki Theater the thing I'm thinking of, where you like get a meal at your seat? No, maybe. It's a I different don't... thing. What's the thing called? Uh... What? What's the, the the movie theaters where you uh, get a seat and then there's like a rest? Like it's like a dine. It's service. a dine-in theater, is what I would call it. That's I don't know if it called. has another name. I thought I had a name. Hmm. 
Never mind. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. But yeah, similar. Michael Kurtz on Facebook says, have we tried hatchet throwing? It's the new bowling. I haven't tried hatchet throwing. But we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. I'm starting to think we're like scared of it or something, considering how much we've talked about it and haven't done it. I've done it. Oh, you've done it. I've done it. Come on. You've done it all, Dan. Come on. Let's be real. Not everything. I've done a fair bit. You've done your fair share. I have done my. You were in Sweden during the break. I was in Sweden during the break. How was that? Uh, uh, Oh, oh, that's right. I haven't told you this whole story. I got stranded. I knew whenever you travel, Dan, there's always a story. Yeah, I got stranded at a train station in the middle of nowhere that luckily had one pizza restaurant in the entire town. Um, So that was cool. Better or worse than New York pizza? You can be honest. I didn't go so far as to Mm. find out. I had a pretty bitchin' meal, and yeah, I got to set a new swarm record for checking into an airport for four days in a row, because we were only there for four days, and we were at airports every day of those four days. So, yeah, it was a good time. It actually was a really good time. And the restaurant that we're going to announced that they were closing for for good the week after we got back, so we were there just in time. Exclusive. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, well, we're uh, we're glad to have you back. Thanks. I'm glad to be back. But I have bad news. I will be in Barcelona next week. Oh, my God. Get <laughs> a load of these guys. Now, I think what we need to do is... Uh just do the show in uh, GMT plus one or whatever. And Sean, Sean can just dial in it. Well, yeah, Sean, you just take, take a yeah, late lunch. Just right after yeah. No, you know what I'm going to do? Quick. I'm going to do something even worse, which is I'm going to invite Matt and we are going to do the show without you. Yeah. <laughs> which would be either the funniest thing in the world or an utter disaster. I think it's going to be really funny. Um, I think that would be a uh, that would be a hoop. Yeah, I don't know if anyone if anyone out there is listening and you want to be a host on the show next week, send us an email. Don't panic show at gmail dot com. Maybe we'll maybe we'll, we have our few regulars who I think would be great. But that's going to be lonely. <laughs> just Sean up here alone. You're just like crying for an hour. <laughs> I miss them so much. <laughs> that would be a little weird yeah not the weirdest thing i've ever done but definitely up there (laughs) in competition speaking of weird things i've done uh i'm videotaping myself sleeping now Ooh, really that's cool yeah tell us more how uh so lately i have not been sleeping great uh in general and i've always my whole life i obviously you can't see yourself sleeping, but I always, you can tell by my blankets and my general exhaustion wake up, I move a lot in my sleep. I knew that. And because I sleep alone and have always slept alone, ladies, um, I don't really know how I sleep. And so I've got these, I've picked them on the show before. Um, Michael Kurtz in the Facebook chat says, uh, same, I'm also videotaping you sleeping. Uh, he's on fire today. He's on fire. Come back next week and co-host. Um, yeah, oh my God, yes. I think that would be, I would just be super on board. Um, <laughs> and so I have these little $20 Waze cams, which I've talked about on the show before. And I had them out because I was, I had them monitoring the dog when I was babysitting. So I haven't hung them back up. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll put one in my bedroom. It's got night vision. I'll put on a time lapse and I'll watch myself. I'll play it back the next day and see what's really going on. Guys, yeah. I am an aggressive sleeper. Wow. I get my exercise at night. I'm going to send you to a still in the uh, <laughs> in the Slack chat that I ask that you not send around, but it's very fun. I mean, like I'm wearing clothes and stuff. It's not that bad, but um, it shows me at an angle. I'm literally sideways on the bed, uh, and it's it's extremely funny. Um, yeah, I move. I'm up. I'm down. I'm flipping. I'm flopping. I'm I'm moving all over the place like a lunatic. Have you guys ever? 
I can't believe I'm about to ask this. Have you guys ever thought about videotaping yourself sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> this is where the show's gone. We've done 242 of these. So. Oh my god, Sean, you really... First of all, I like up <laughs> your screen. And second, you really are... Is, is that? Hang on. Where are your legs in this picture? There's one leg I can clearly see is at like a 45 degree angle coming up from the bottom of the bed. Is the other leg off the yep. side of the bed? Yep. Wow. That my, and my head's hanging off the bed. It's not. Hey, I wake up and sore, you, Dan. You didn't take a pillow with you. No, you, I don't. Literally, my head's on the pillow maybe 60% of the night at most. Like, I, I wake up sore. It's crazy. <laughs> maybe well, I'll send think, you guys the whole thing. Maybe you need to go to the gym. Uh, so, okay. Here's my next question. Have you ever tried any of the, like, the sleeping apps for the watches or anything like that? So, I do... I track my sleep. I don't use any apps to help my sleep. Okay. Like, they but just so tell you, me I don't sleep. Great. And, and, and r remind me, which uh, sleep tracking app do you I use? I believe it's it's the same one I think that... Col it's Was it Sleep Aware? Auto Sleep. That's what I use. Auto, auto Sleep. So which is great. What, I like what it. Your, what, were your, like, what are your auto sleep stats like for these things? Well, what's crazy is they actually are much more generous than reality because when you look at they have like a a sleep rating that they give you and the majority of nights i'm like 80 plus percent which i would say is generous that's crazy well but how long so your sleep efficiency is at 80 percent is that what you're saying uh well they have a metric they call uh sleep rating your sleep rating it's out of 100 but like the quality sleep isn't high Right, and how long are you sleeping for? Uh, like at worst six hours a night, but usually it's a little closer to seven. Okay, so it's not even that long, yeah. No, it's just it's all light sleep. I I can never get into deep sleep, and so it's a I, it's for, a lot of sleep, but a crappy quality. I'm so impressed that you did this on your own. I thought this was like a like a, a doctor ordered thing. <laughs> No, well, you know me, I'm a logical guy, so I'm like, oh, if I'm not if I'm not sleeping, I should do the research and find out why. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So, so what are your next maybe, steps? Sean, maybe you need to start exercising during the day so you tire yourself out and you don't have to do the sleep oh. exercising that you've been doing. Maybe, maybe I should be more specific. I know what I should be doing. <laughs> You're a million percent correct. I don't, I don't disagree with yeah, you at I all. I see where Sean's coming from. It's a lot more fun to take a video of yourself sleeping that, than it is to go to the gym. Like, oh, look at me go. Look at me go. Uh, no, <laughs> it's... Um, no, it's... Uh, like I said, I've done it my entire life, so it's not like a new phenomenon necessarily. Yeah. Uh, I just thought I'd eventually get around to looking into it. But no, I'm sure there's all kinds of... Uh, there's all kinds of things. I tried Ambien uh, a while back because my doctor prescribed it, but that shit is crazy if you've never been on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had a whole, whole conversation about that this weekend. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I didn't, like, drive my car while sleeping, but um, it also made me tired <laughs> all the time, good. so I stopped that. So, it's not the end of the world, but a fun little... If you have a... If you have a little camera s sticking around and you're bored and want to want to not have a life, I highly recommend you videotape yourself sleeping at night. It's very fun. I'm I'm curious. I don't feel like I have any problems sleeping, though. I would be curious. I would love to know. I, I'm kind of nervous about videotaping myself sleeping, and I'm also too lazy to watch it, right? What I want to know is, like, I want some motion statistics. Sure. Like, how many times do I turn over? I suspect that it, it happens... But I have no idea how often it happens. That Maybe seems... this is our, our next million dollar idea. Well, I was going to say, like in all the different ways sleep, tra like sleep tracking by the watch or by the mattress or by like no one has ever thought of doing like an AI enabled camera. I guess Ooh. it would just have to be a really mm. good. The issue is you would see general movement, but it's I don't know if you could get it. Like, could you see the, the sleep, the breathing through the blankets? I don't think I don't know if you could get really detailed enough. Mm, maybe you want to know like camera combo well that's what it is combo. you'd have to combine them but yeah i think that'd be a great add-on for like i know what is it what's a company apple bought that does the sensor you put under your mattress that tracks yeah. your movements i don't know what it's called but that's what i was thinking about yeah but partnering that with a camera would be really neat 
But then again, they, how oh many people? God. Yeah, they could. Apple can make a smart mattress and then call it the iPad. <laughs> you just blew all of our minds. I, I think the ultimate question is how many people are comfortable with a large tech company watching them sleep every night and and mining it for analytics. Now we are, but God, what would the analytics be like? What would they use that information for? Well, like maybe maybe like speed and miles per hour, like how fast you're going at night. <laughs> it's really hard to sell someone ads when they're sleeping. I mean, it's true, but maybe they can infer things you might want to buy uh, based on how well you do or do not sleep. But certainly when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. I can see that being useful. Yeah, but like I, I'm sure I'm not a doctor, but I'm sure uh, you know there's different sleep remedies depending on what your problem is. Like I probably just need straps to strap me down to the mattress so I don't move. <laughs> Ooh, a hospital bed. Basically, yeah, a... restraints. Oh, and then you can get one of those ones that lets you like lift up the different parts of it. You know, the uh, what's what are those called? <laughs> the adjustable beds, which are very popular now, actually, for like regular people to have in their homes. That's cool. You get like a weighted blanket. It's kind of like straps. I've thought about it, but I'm so worried now that there's so many knockoffs. I'm so worried about getting a crappy one. It scares. Mm. It's one of those like Amazon things where there are like a thousand listed there, and I don't know which are good. I'm just you waiting for the wire get, cutter to eventually pick one, and then I'll buy it. You could get a cat that just sits on you. I am thinking about that. I am thinking <laughs> about that. Talk to me this fall. Ooh, cat party. Oh boy. Oh hell yeah. I'm just cats, you know what cats love a lot of humans coming over into their space. Yep. They can't get enough of that. Well, thankfully my house is boring as shit, so they'll love it nonetheless. Um so are you interested in tracking your sleep more? Are you going to get more are you gonna get one of those mattress pads? No uh, one of the brain the brain things? No? No. I'm interested. I'm interested in tracking your sleep more, Sean. Maybe I should talk to my parents. <laughs> oh, but they only... So, Colby, you just posted this uh, Weighted Blankets article from the Wire Cutter, and of course I did that thing where I just scrolled down to see what the price was. But that seems expensive. $200 is, does seem like a lot. But then again, can you really put a price on... <laughs> on sleep? On sleep. Yeah, and sleep is know. happiness. Hmm. That's what they say. Uh, I've never recorded myself sleeping on video. However, the sleep app I use does have a audio recording yeah. feature that you can use. And I did try that for a while, but like the result was exactly what I was. And this was at my old apartment where there was loud traffic and like it would do a thing where it would only it would like only keep the audio when something like happened. So it was like a loud noise and the only loud noises were like giant trucks like crashing by. Yep. Um, which is th- all things I knew about because I usually like woke up when that happened. But. Yeah, those things are not made for people who live in cities. Well, Sean, I, I, I would encourage you to try out more apps and hardware get a weighted blanket because i want to know i want i'm i'm hooked well comment superstar michael kurtz uh, points out he kept a dream journal um uh thinking about all the times he woke up in the middle of the night and didn't remember and that has actually happened to me where not that i like get up and make a sandwich but i will i will wake up during the night and not not remember having done so how how do you know mm. Uh, because it'll be like, you know, like my phone is not on the charger anymore. It's on the table. Oh, like in a, in, not in a way you would naturally knock it over, but in a way like you picked it up and put it back down and, and little things like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to try some of these things and report back. Yeah. Let's, let's all take some homework and help me be not so tired all the time. That would be super cool. I'd recommend it. Um, Alrighty. Well, any other uh, catch-up banter from the crew here? Well, I mean, I don't know about ketchup, but I prefer mustard. Whoa! Hey, now. Hey, hey, have you guys tried? You know, they got... Heinz is doing all these new combo ketchups. Have you seen this? Combo ketchups? 
Yeah, so they're I I don't it's it's a little bit gimmicky. It reminds me of the colored ketchups from back in the day, but they're doing they have mayo chup, which is mayo and ketchup in the same bottle. They have they have cranch, which is ketchup and ranch in the same bottle. Cranch. There's I, I like I honestly when you said cranch, I was like cranberries? <laughs> Cranberry ranch? What does that have Actually, to do with that, ketchup? you know, that actually could be good. I'm not going to yeah, knock that. For sure. Honestly, mayo and ketchup, like, that's a thing. I put mayo and ketchup on a burger before. Why not cut out the middleman? Yeah. I I, agree. Uh, I mean, they, they, they've got uh, mayo mustard, which is mayo and mustard. Um, What else? Are, oh, mayo Q, which is mayo and barbecue sauce. Hmm. I don't know if any of these sound appealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so many options i'll take it uh, as you know what i'll get some and mail it to you guys and we can do a taste test on the show how's that friend of the show katie adams says i come to this con- this podcast for heinz and condiment news thank you for the update <laughs> you're welcome katie any any t- it's a hard-hitting news uh, yeah <laughs> oh, this is important Oh, Michael Kurtz says, isn't mayo and ketchup what Thousand Island dressing is? I think that's true. It certainly tastes like Thousand Island. Yeah, but that but that's basically what like that's what you put on like a good cheeseburger. It's got ketchup and mayo. That's what I'd get it for is a burger. What's the Big Mac sauce? Is that which one is Russian? So isn't one one has like is like mayo relish and ketchup like relish is the mayo rel. Yeah, Yeah, mayo ketchup and relish. Right. Right. I have to Google it because I don't know the answer. Um, Because you're right. I think you're it's so Big Mac is similar to Thousand Island. Mm. Says this article, including a recipe on how to make your own Big Mac sauce, which calls for mayonnaise, mustard, a little bit of relish, sugar, white wine, vinegar, and some spices. Mm, that sounds, sounds good. Uh, sounds good. Hmm. I love sauces. Do you ever make your own sauces? Sometimes. Um, Colby's signature sauce. sauce? <laughs> Daddy sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like my favorite sauce is blue cheese dressing, and that's like the only only reason. I don't actually like buffalo wings. No one likes the flavor of buffalo, but I like to have something to put blue cheese dressing. Well, putting the city of Buffalo on hot takes. Last. I didn't say anyone doesn't <laughs> like the city of Buffalo, even though that's true. I mean, but Colby, what reason would they have to like it if not for the buffalo wings? <laughs> I don't know. They have a football team, right? Do they? <laughs> <laughs> it was Authentic New Yorker, joke. Dan Miller. <laughs> that time we remember New York City is the, not New York State. The Buffalo Bills, Dan. They're not very good. I know. I actually I was try I was hoping that they weren't good and that that was going to be a joke that I could make. Can you yeah. can you name the other Buffalo major sports franchise? Oh, see, now we're really I think this is on the DMV the exam. Buffalo of the Flyers. No, that's the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. <laughs> it is a hockey team. It is a hockey team. No, there's no chance. That would be your Buffalo Sabres. Oh, yeah, no chance. <laughs> I don't even know if Buffalo knows the Sabres exist. <laughs> they, they, I don't think they've ever been good. And the same guy owns both teams, the football team and the hockey team. Who is it? Terry Pegula. Mm. Did he get arrested for uh, visiting those uh, massage parlors in Florida? (laughs) I'm told he's a very upstanding citizen, unlike Robert Kraft. Slimeball. Okay. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Is he from the Kraft macaroni and cheese dynasty? Completely unrelated. Oh, that's too bad. I I guess it's good for Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I think they'd want to disassociate themselves as a brand. That's what I would suggest. We have nothing to do with the guy caught on tape paying for sexual activities. We just we just make the macaroni. Just the macaroni. 
Anyhow. Anyway, is there any tech news or something like that? There is some tech news, Dan. I'm very glad you asked. Uh, we've got a whole chat room here, a uh, whole chat room, a whole uh, spreadsheet here full of stories. While you guys look at what ones we're going to talk about, I want to thank everybody. We've been talking about our commenters all night. The comments are on fire. Uh, join us Monday nights. Whenever the whenever we're in town, uh, join us about ten fifteen Eatser at facebook.com slash don't panic show or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash don't panic show. You can comment. We will read it on the air potentially, and we would love for you to do that. Guys, what's story number one this week? I think we should talk about Nest. You have a Nest thermostat, Sean. I have a Nest thermostat and I have a Nest outdoor cam as well, which I love. It's great. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, at Google I.O. this week, Google announced a bunch of stuff. But one of the things they announced I thought was interesting and uh, interesting enough to pull out separately from the rest of the I.O. stuff is that they're discontinuing their works with Nest program, essentially the system that allowed a ton of devices to integrate with Nest. Um, it's phasing it out uh, throughout the summer. I believe uh, August 31st is when it will officially be shut down. The issue is it breaks Basically, every non-Google-owned integration of Nest, including Ift, including SmartThings, including uh, Philips Hue, including uh, Lutron, all the other smart home things that used um, data coming from Nest has officially been killed. Now, Google is saying this has to do with privacy. Um, They they were concerned about who was getting the the data from what. Uh, It will work. The Nest part is now becoming integrated with the works with Google assistant program. So if you're associated with that, you'll theoretically be able to get to the nest through works with Google assistant. However, access to that um, is more heavily vetted than what works with nest was, which was much more open. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Do you, are you using any of these uh, bits of software? Yeah, I use the F triggers. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's about it. There's really n- like, I never under, you know, it's one of those like smart home thing where it's like change the color of your hue lights when your heat turns on. And it's like, why would I want, right. you know, it's like one of those types of thing. Like, oh, my TV remote can turn up the heat. And I'm like, I guess that's interesting. Um, a big one it breaks is Alexa, um, which is one I do use a lot. Um, now Google says they're mm-hmm. going to actually do something special for, um, the Amazon system um, to kind of like actually get it working sooner than this works with Google Assistant thing just because mm-hmm. it's so popular. But that is a big one as well, and I do use that a lot. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure my mom uses, or I had set up the the automatic, the car thing that plugs into your car integration where it will, it can use that to know if you're close to your house. Yep. But I guess it could just use your phone to know if you're Which, close yeah, to your house. Which, yeah, it does, yeah. So I don't know why that's necessary. Yeah, as long as you have the app integrated, installed on your phone. That's the idea. Yeah. Uh, this whole move comes as uh, Google is officially folding Nest into the Google family, is now known as Google Nest. Um, which is confusing. Um, they've also made a few other privacy changes, uh, including um, the Nest security cam. Uh, previously, it had a green light that indicate when video was recording, you could disable it, but now it has to be on um, to prove to whoever's there that it's actually recording. Um, so, a push on privacy to be sure. That's dope. Yeah, so a bummer if you've got a lot of uh, Nest products you were using with a lot of other products. Um, unfortunately, you're out of luck. Uh, alas, Google Lens update. What is Google Lens? I think that's the thing that translates stuff through your camera. Oh, it's not Google Glasses? <laughs> no. no, well, Google Glen- Lens is, I think, built into Android. I don't think you have to download it separately. Um it is getting some updates, uh, including be- being able to contextualize a restaurant menu or information on a piece of paper. Um, it can search for exact dishes on a menu and surface photos of that dish based on Google Maps information to show how it looks before you order. You can also point the camera at your receipt to bring up a tip calculator or to split the bill. Um, and you can even uh, use sign language in a foreign language to hear the text-to-speech translation, among other things. 
I heard a funny tweet uh, today. You heard a funny tweet? Or I read a funny tweet today. <laughs> I just like that people are like telling you tweets. Dan, I, I got to tell you about this great tweet. It was uh, back when Google Glass was a thing in San Francisco. I like to go into bars, sit next to someone with Google Glass on and say, hey, Google, call mom, and then walk up and leave. <laughs> you're, you're, um, too, you're too nice of a guy to do that, Dan. I don't think anyone's buying it. Well, it'd be a good it'd be it would be a good thing to do on Mother's Day, I think. Well, let's That's just say true. let's just say, I, yeah, I would be the nice thing to do for the moms. I agree. It's for the moms. For right. dumb moms. Um, I will say I had a certain group of people come to my house for New Year's, and a certain uh, group of them decided to shout a bunch of stuff at my Alexa, which was very annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out what exactly they did. <laughs> so that th- those are getting muted next time I have guests. D- don't you have a voice log? Um, I, I should go back and listen to it. I actually didn't <laughs> think of that. That's I forget it records everything you say. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the point. No, it was mostly just people trying to mess with my recommendations, which thankfully didn't work. <laughs> I oh, guess that's it's smart right. enough. Hey, hey, Google, play... Play Megadeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. I got a lot of that. Oh, set an alarm for uh, July 18th. And you're, I'm like, dude, don't be just don't be dicks. Come on. Don't don't have any patience for that. <laughs> oh, well. All right. What else did Google announce? Oh, boy. You want to go through the high level list and you can stop. Let's, me hit, if any... let's hit the highlights. All right. Here's your highlight reel. The Google Pixel 3A and 3A XL go on sale. Um, that's the newest version of those phones, starting at three ninety nine. They came with advanced camera features, uh, including night sight, super res zoom, and portrait mode on the rear and front facing cameras. Um, now these are the lower priced version of the Pixel, so what you're losing out on is waterproofing and wireless charging. Um, and uh, but like I said, you start at that three ninety nine price, uh, which is pretty good for a phone. Available in three colors and offered on uh, all major carriers except AT and T, and available in thirteen countries. We also saw the uh, release of the Nest Hub Max. Um, the, I think this is the first Google new Nest product in quite a while um, under that new Google Nest umbrella. It is the 229 Google Hub Max. They kind of smashed together a Nest camera, Google Home Hub, and the Google Home Max. Uh, it's got a big display, uh, a security camera built in, loudspeakers in the single gadget. Um, the camera can perform facial recognition to bring up personalized results between members of your family. Um, it will arrive later this summer with the, uh, a 10 inch screen, a nice looking device. If you're into that sort of thing, mm. we saw Android. Do either of you have the Amazon show? No, I keep, I, again, one of those things is like, I want one and I just cannot justify buying one. No. Okay. All right. Carry on. Android Q Beta 3, we learned some additional new features. This is the third beta, uh, and they added some stuff to it. Dark theme standard. Uh, 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 dark theme is available for every standard Android app, uh, but now you can turn it on, turn it off, and play with the colors there uh, to help reduce uh, battery usage. They also updated their digital well-being by adding focus mode. Uh, it lets you select particular apps you want to avoid using during a period of time and disable only those. Um, smart reply will also begin offering, uh, begin being offered in third party messaging apps, um, including suggested actions such as opening Google maps when it sees a message about commutes or addresses. Um, it's also bringing live caption to all videos. When you watch a video, whether it's on your camera roll on an app or the web, or even in video chats, they will add subtitles to what is being said in real time. They say it's built for people who are deaf of hard of hearing, but you can also use it if you're not. Um, live caption is also being added to phone calls, adding a live transcription of the current conversation during the phone call. Hmm. And lastly, on Q, uh, Google will be releasing software updates directly through the Play Store instead of waiting on phone manufacturers or carriers. It's called Project Mainline. Um, it's offering the system of updates in modules that tackle specific parts rather than a giant update sent through your carrier. Um, it also means that if there's a bug in an update, it'll only affect part of the OS, not the entire thing. That's very exciting. This is one of my big complaints going with Android going back to 2010. 
So, well, what did, did, I... did do? They have a timeline for like how this is going to get rolled out, and and uh, yeah, like do, do the manufacturers have to do this? That's a question that I do not have the answer to directly in okay. front of me, unfortunately. All right. um, I'm going to see if I can find it uh, quickly, but um, I did see an article today that I think it was... What's What was the version before Q? I remember Android Eclair. Well, it's P, because they, they're the letters. I don't remember what it stood for, though. But apparently only 10% of devices are running P. So... Clearly, they have not solved that problem of getting everyone updated. Uh, and and Android Q, they basically have said, is coming to Pixel first and then other phones when they get to it. Unfortunately. I mean, I think if, you're, if you want the best Android experience, you should probably get the Pixel. I mean, at this point, to be completely honest, why, why would you get a phone that wasn't the Pixel? Because the Pixel as far as I understand, has the best camera on basically any phone, more or less, or at least pretty damn close, and it runs the best version of Android. So if you're getting an Android phone, I don't... Because you don't know about it, for one thing. That's a million percent fair. (laughs) But the other... Are there other, like, Samsung ecosystem uh, advantages... Like, can you use the, the, the Samsung watches? I don't know if anyone uses oh, the are, watches. Are you a big fan of Bixby? Bixby? Their smart What's that? Assist, that's their smart assistant. Is that like a, a Super Mario character? Bixby. Well, that was Bill Bixby was uh, the character on the Incredible Hulk TV show. It wasn't Bruce Banner. It was Bill Bixby. Um, <laughs> no. Well, I, I did see an article the other day that we, and we might have talked about it very briefly on the show that uh, Samsung was going to do a smart speaker like the HomePod with Bixby on it, and that has now been delayed into TBD territory. Um, And who knows if it'll ever get released. So, Samsung likes to pitch their ecosystem. I guess your Galaxy works better with your Samsung TV and, like, your Samsung washing machine, but theoretically, now that Google Assistant is integrated into so much stuff, um, which they've been pushing really hard the last few years, I I feel like you kind of get that advantage with with Android more so than you do having a Samsung device. But I could be wrong. I would love to hear from, oh, here we go, Michael Kurtz. God, he's going to, I'm going to send you a trophy. Pixel 3 memory sucks. Constantly closing my Pokemon Go. Mm. If I decide to open a text message or check Facebook, disconnects my step counting, etc. Okay, fair point. See, this is why one of us needs to get an Android Is that a Pixel 3 problem or an Android problem? That's a good question. I also don't know. I really want to like Android. That's the problem. Because I see them announce this stuff. And I'm like, that sounds really cool. And I'm like, but my iPhone works. One, it, it, I think about it sometimes. My, think of a technology device in your life mm-hmm. that works as well or consistently as your iPhone. My iPhone never crashes. It never I mean- randomly shuts down. It never, apps almost never crash. I'm not saying never, but almost never crash. It's shocking to me how consistent it works. Yeah. I even my TV is is less reliable than my phone in a lot of ways. Yep. My laptop and my iMac are also less reliable. That, that is absolutely true. Uh. I don't know. My my think, piano, like when I turn my digital piano on, it works every time. When I press a button, it always plays. It always plays the note. Mm-mm. I would hope. <laughs> Let's see. My Kindle always works. Yeah, so it works like a simple gadget. Even though yeah. it's far from it. Yeah. It's just um, Mike does say in the chat that uh, the Pixel 3 has only four gigabytes of memory, which is pretty darn low. Indeed. And, uh, and Katie says, uh, look at you with your fancy recent iPhone that doesn't have apps that crash. Uh, Katie, gotta get in the upgrade program. Get those new phones. It's the worth iPhone the- X has three gigabytes of RAM. That's the one I have. Is that true? That seems. Yeah. Oh boy, Android. I know. It's Java. Fucking Java. Oh my god. 
The garbage collector. Ah. Wouldn't need a garbage collector if you didn't have so much garbage to collect. <laughs> I won't point out that we just called it garbage, but anyway. <laughs> we we gotta keep some friends online. Uh guys, we're just burning through time here. If there's another story you want to get to, speak up now. I want to I want to hear about buying a house over the internet, and then next time we should talk about the new Apple TV app because I haven't gotten a chance to use it yet. That's totally fair. Um yeah, so this isn't necessarily a new story, but it's one we haven't talked about, and it's they've actually been trying for a few years on this. Uh, the latest update on it was Redfin, um, which is a sort of real estate website, um, is putting out a new feature that lets home buyers without an agent make offers on homes directly through the website. Uh, they kicked it off in Boston, actually, about six weeks ago. Um, the program allows buyers to begin the process of buying a home directly through the website, and they go through a 55-question form to build a competitive offer. Uh, it's it's essentially a buy-it button, uh, and once you fill that out, you can put in a legitimate offer. Um, for homes listing in Boston, um, instead of paying a commission to your buying agent, which is usually 2 to 2.5%, two the seller pays a 1% fee to Redfin. Uh, on the website of the 122 Boston listings that have accepted an offer since, or uh, of the 122 Boston listings, uh, since uh, five were from Redfin, um, Redfin said 77% of the offers were within 5% of the asking price and 30% were cash offers. Um, yeah, it's just an interesting idea. Essentially, you're just cutting out the agent uh, and just buying it directly from the person and they just take a smaller cut. So my fear with this, I don't know if fear is the right word. And and Colby, maybe you can, or actually both of you can can correct me on this. If I was in a developer working on this website, I would be worried that I, that there would just be sort of sh- like house buying sharks that now would just go around and bid and buy houses that they never are going to live in just to like resell later. Well, like there already are house buying sharks that do that. Right, but I assume that in the case where you have to meet up with a person, that there's some like additional oversight that happens, such that mm. that you you can you have more assurance that they're a legitimate home retail buyer. Well, Dan, then let me let me double down on that and uh, tell you about an double additional down. thing. Redfin is testing it. I think Zillow is all. A couple companies are testing where they're actually the websites are actually going to buy the homes themselves. Okay. Hi, hire crews of local contractors to improve the house and sell them directly via the website for a small profit at the company. Meaning a website could potentially own thousands of homes at the same time. Nice. That's commercial real estate, though. But uh, uh, it's uh, we're talking th- could, theoretically. I mean, we're a long ways from it, but we're talking thousands or tens of thousands of homes, which is a scale we haven't seen before, even from commercial. I'm uh, talking about individual residential homes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are some economists out there who are concerned that that could actually destabilize the housing market for for one individual to own so many homes. Why is that? Because if the, first of all, you're sucking out the, because uh, the website company is going to, there are no mortgages on the house. They just own them. Um, right. And so you're sucking the wind out of the mortgage market. But also if the um, housing market were to turn because they own, they're talking about theoretically owning one mm-hmm. to 2% of all homes in the U.S., um, they have so much leeway to suddenly jack up or lower the prices. They can, it's just like, a, it's just something that's never happened before. So they don't know how it will affect um, how it will affect the market and and Michael, who uh, is our just our gold medal superstar, uh, said they're gonna need a lot of property insurance for those homes too. If a hurricane hits, they're screwed. Um, so it's just mm. it's an incredibly complicated concept. You should get into the property insurance business. Psh, tell me about it. Holy the smokes! Internet property insurance business. <laughs> hey, there there people are making money out of it. I I will never forget one of the funniest things. Back when I was a teenager, I also didn't sleep well at night. Uh, so I would be up <laughs> flipping through the satellite with a zillion channels. And there was a channel, and this was 100% true, that sold Florida real estate over television. And they would. It was like QVC for, for Florida yes, men. They'd send, some, Florida men. they'd send some dude out to a lot 
an empty lot in the middle of nowhere, Florida with a VHS camcorder. And he would essentially just go around and just show the lot from every angle. And the guy would be, this, this is a pristine lot. Uh, it's 0.34 acres uh, in beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Uh, it is an undeveloped ah. piece of property. A lot of potential here. Uh, and, and you'd literally see the price go up. Uh, we already got $4,000. Uh, it's, it's keep going up. It, it's, it was insane to me. I'm like, who is buying this like weird property in the middle of Florida on TV? The same people who would buy something on the internet, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could definitely speculate. But then again, if you like buy a place without ever seeing it, uh, you're taking a bit of a gamble, like having having visited some houses that were listed on the Internet. Um, yeah, they don't always quite look like the pictures. Sometimes they're misleading. Yeah, but at scale, you just have to like, you know, play the the, the numbers <laughs> right you have to you have to assume good intentions. are most of them misleading then if <laughs> not the, the non-misleading one just have to cover your losses you're saving yeah. money by not by not doing due diligence yeah i i and to be fair i do think this service would be again it's just for the purchasing part i, I assume you would still go, you don't need a broker to go see the place but i do you now have me thinking of this idea like Let's assume a company owned like 10,000 houses across randomly across the U.S. What if they did a deal where like you can save 1% on the purchase price, but we're selling you a random home somewhere? Ooh, I'm like, feeling lucky. Yes, and I'm feeling lucky button for a house. And like, and like, we'll give you, it's like, I'm sure it'll be like a house they can't sell or for some reason, like they want to flip it or something. And they're like, we'll give you a really good deal. But we're, you know, like, you know, like you ever go to those hotel websites where they don't tell you the name of the hotel until you buy it. <laughs> It's like that, but a house. Like we're not going to tell you where it is. It's a it's a three bedroom. It's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Here are the pictures, but we're not telling you where it is till you buy it. I love that idea. <laughs> That's terrifying. Absolutely. Sean, terrifying. let me know if you want to go go into business. <laughs> house roulette. <laughs> God, how are we we're not millionaires? <laughs> <laughs> that also uh, would be a good app house swap swap houses for a week house swap yeah, it's like a vacation that must be an app guys we gotta take like more three week breaks cause we come back and we're just we're so on fire so much is happening we haven't posted in so long that Facebook is showing it to people <laughs> yeah that's what <laughs> it is our condolences don't panic is dead Oh boy! <laughs> awesome. All right. Any? Uh, we'll we'll save the Apple TV app for next week. I'm curious because you guys both own Apple TVs, right? So I'm I'm curious how the experience is for you. Um, so be sure to come back, not next week because they won't be here, uh, but come back the following week and we'll hear yeah, all about that. it. Yeah, man. We'll we'll get in deep. Um, Sweet. Well, why don't we pivot on over to picks, which is the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to brag about and share with the world. And boy, do we have a heck of a variety in the picks today. Um, and I'm going to make Colby go first. Make him. Do it. Yes. Holy um, smokes, look at these. So I got a while ago, I got I got this sweatshirt that is like, uh, it's like uh, sort of like moisture wicking material. Um, but it's like very comfortable and it's like not too hot and not too cold, which I like, uh, like often like sweatshirts or sweatpants are like, they're too warm for me, except on like a pretty cold day. Um, but this material is great. So I bought these sweatpants, uh, because they're like the same material and they're so comfortable. <laughs> So uh, that's all. If you're uh, if you're interested in very comfortable sweatpants, uh, you should check them out. And I'm like I'm wearing them right now because uh, they're not too hot. Dope. These are I, very comfortable. I, yeah, I could never podcast in regular sweatpants. <laughs> no, you Who need you need performance sweatpants. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have so much 
Someone's butt sweat. I, I went with fleece. <laughs> I, I went with plaid fleece, and I don't know what oh I was thinking. Oh, my God. I'm that sweating. sounds, Sean, that sounds, ama- that sounds terrible. <sighs> what a fool I was in May. What was <laughs> I thinking? Uh, you call them sweatpants, Colby. I'll call them the Gap Fit Brushed Tech Jersey Joggers, uh, available at Say the that Gap. that 10 times fast. And we'll Gap have a... Fit Brushed Tech Jersey Joggers. What's a jersey jogger? And where's the tech come in? Tech jersey jogger. Look, it says here, sits low on the waist, easy through the hip and thigh. Skinny leg opening. Skinny okay. leg opening. It's got like, G-Dry like moisture wicking technology. Yeah, man. Very cool. Uh, we'll you have to get to that moisture one. away from you. Yeah, you don't want, like, moisture keeping technology. <laughs> And now we know Colby's oh. wearing pants. I'm wearing pants. We'll hope Dan's wearing pants. Uh, I can either confirm no or deny. Yeah, I stole that. It, I'll just Katie. say it is cold. <laughs> it's cold in my apartment. I don't doubt that at all. It's cold everywhere, unfortunately. Um, I'll jump in and go next, and we'll have Dan take us home here. Um, we often have very tech-heavy picks here on the show. We're a technology show, after all. So I'm pitching a metal basket for your grill. Uh, it is the Grillaholics Grill Basket. Um, I recently used my grill for the first time. I busted it out. Uh, my Weber did an awesome job. But I love vegetables on the grill. But if you've ever done vegetables on the grill, you know it's very difficult because they fall through them grates uh, unless you're doing big, mm-hmm. chunky vegetables. And uh, shockingly, I found this on the wire cutter. Uh, and it is a solid uh, stainless steel grill basket it's big it takes about half the grill which i like you can get a lot of stuff in it great for chopped vegetables not chopped vegetables shrimp um any kind of small even like chopped meat any kind of small loose stuff but it's great because it's a it's a grated basket so the flames actually do hit the vegetables you know you actually do get the grill marks on them which is really nice Mm -hmm. you can get a lot in here i cooked for a couple people and i had a lot of vegetables in here and they were really they cooked really nice i was very impressed with the performance and it's dishwasher safe so uh if you're into grilling at all check out the grillaholics grill basket uh i highly recommend it very very nice quality um Mm -hmm. and i was able to cook some good stuff i'm looking forward to using it a lot more this summer I wish That's I had awesome. a grill. Yeah. Well, you'll just we're have to, come have to, to my go house. crash Sean's house. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Sean. We haven't told you yet about the party that Colby and I planned at your house. Um, I, that would be a dream. <laughs> come anytime. My 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 brother used to uh, open in in my mother's backyard what he called the Jennings Aquatic Center. Uh, which was usually just a slip and slide or a small inflatable pool. So we may have to reopen the Jennings Aquatic Ooh, Center. The grand reopening. Yep, the ribbon cutting and everything. He wants me to get one of those like small inflatable hot tubs for my deck. Oh, so I know that was a thing. Sean, you know what? You can also just get a real hot tub for your deck. I have a big enough deck. I definitely could. You do. Um, but I would use it. I did get some patio furniture, so I'm I'm rocking and rolling. Okay. All right, we'll have to have a patio furniture party. Hell yeah. Everyone's invited. <laughs> Come on Everyone. down. All three of our listeners. Uh, all righty, Dan, take us home. Okay. Um, a long time ago, probably it wasn't that. A couple months ago, I listened to a podcast. I don't remember where I heard about it. It's called Public Official A. And it's all about one of those things that I feel like happened... Just as I was old enough to be hearing about the news, but not so old as to really understand it. Yeah. And that was uh, Rod Blagojevich and his his time as governor of the great state of Illinois. And specifically, this podcast covers his uh, mostly his downfall from from said uh, great, great state highest office. So. Is really well done. There's lots of lots of great interviews with people who are there. Uh, the survivor makes a, a has a large part in in this drama, which I was not expecting. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's also not that long. It's just a couple hours, I think, just a couple episodes. Yeah, they're short. They're like 30, 40 minute episodes. Oh, okay, yeah, and there's not that many of them. So only six so far. And that's all there's going to be. There you go. <laughs> oh, you'll breeze through this in no time. Yeah. 
Very cool. Public official A from the fine folks at uh, NPR. Get it wherever you get podcasts. That's so. I'm getting so burned out on two hour long podcasts. Maybe it's just the shows I listen to, but they just keep getting longer. Yes. We say creating a two hour long podcast. <laughs> well, Matt and I have been doing that, which is very bad. I think our last episode was like 216. Ooh. It was it was bad. It was great, by the way. You should listen to the whole thing, but it was long. I don't know how people do it every what week. What was the topic? James Bond. We had to get through four movies in one show. That's what makes it tough because we average about 30 mm-hmm. minutes a movie. So that was that was our bad. A lot to power through. Uh, speaking of that, now that we're through picks, uh, I can plug that because we are heading into the home stretch this week. We're taping our Daniel Craig episode. And I will say I went into this with one opinion. Now that I've watched rewatched all four movies, I have a different opinion. So you can hear all about how that changed over wow. for debate.tv or wherever you get podcasts. And then we're doing that. And then we're going to do a big wrap up episode. We're going to rank our bonds. We're going to rank our movies. We're, we're finally, guys, we're ending the debate right here. We're going to pick the best bond, and then that is the final word on the matter. Whoa. Canonical. Colby, do you have an opinion? You want to you jump in now and say who your favorite bond is? Well, the fa- my favorite actor? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. It's tough, because they're, to be honest, they're all pretty good. I don't think there's any who are, like, truly bad. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have an answer to that question right Fair now. Enough. They're also pretty different. Like, yes. like current James Bond is a very different James Bond than Roger Moore. Oh sure. Yeah. No, they all brought something unique to the role. I. I don't. I have to rank it for the show, and I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. I still don't know mm-hmm. who's number one. So you'll have to tune in and find out. Oh, gentlemen, anything uh, anything else this evening? No, it's good to be back. Oh, it's great to be back. And then you're gone again. Bon voyage. Back and gone forever. And then uh, I was just informed that it's Memorial Day the the week after. (laughs) Yes, it is. Big big Memorial Day plans? I maybe. I don't know. Some people have to get back to me who are listening to this show. Ooh, now that's a mystery. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like Barack Obama. Your mom? Yes. No. <laughs> nice. Very good. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, I don't know about you guys, my summer is like just jam-packed with stuff. And you know me, I yeah. hate doing stuff. I, I do know you, Sean. Um, yeah, mine's the same. Lucky for me, we get to do lots of the same stuff. That is true, actually, which is a nice treat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to come up fast. Boy, is it. The other day, I am officiating a wedding in early July that I have not done any work on. <laughs> and I should probably figure out what I'm going to say. Yeah, that sounds important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How hard can it be, right? I'll just wing it. <laughs> that, that would be something I would do where I like get through the whole thing and then I like you forgot to marry them oh no <laughs> damn they're like do you have to like, practice do you have to practice do you want to practice on the show yeah you want me to, to go through the ceremony yeah yeah I'll just make sure the bride and groom don't watch but yeah oh no they'll know they'll know it's not a secret so yeah I like that idea if, if, if you did would Colby and I be common law married I want to marry afterwards? you on the show I'll be licensed. Oh, no, you guys don't live at Dan. You have to move to. No, you don't have to live in Massachusetts for me to marry you in the state. So I'm in Massachusetts and Colby's in Massachusetts. (laughs) I think it would legally count, says me, who does not know if that's true. But I will be I will be like I have to fill out a form and I will be able to marry people for like a 60 day span in the state of Massachusetts. It's only 60 days. Yeah, so they have a thing now where it's like I don't have to be ordained or any of that bullshit. It's just for like friends and family who want to marry, you know, their their people. Um, and it's you have to pay like a twenty dollar fee and fill out a form, but it is only good for like a certain period of time. Huh. It's actually I guess then every, every super time you easy. Need, every if you do it a lot, they keep getting your twenty dollars. At that point, yeah, then you just get ordained and call it a day. <laughs> you know. Um. That's cool. Good. So everyone look forward to that later this summer. I'm going to marry Colby and Dan. <laughs> Live. 
here on the show. Stunt programming. Oh, big boy. ratings. It's our big, big finale. Rate. Episode, episode number 250 right here we're gonna do what? it episode 250 coming up soon okay I'll be here before you know it so look forward mm-hmm. to that but we have to shut this down before it gets any crazier uh if you haven't been to our website don't panic.io go there it's really great these guys built it links to all our picks will be there so are the audio and video of all the episodes you can also get us wherever you get podcasts overcast stitcher um, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're probably there. Uh, you can also get the video version on YouTube. And of course, you can reach out to us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter or email us, Don't Show at gmail.com. We appreciated the multitude of folks who joined us live in the chat. Uh, Katie Adams, Michael Kurtz, Emily Berger, uh, you name it. These folks were there and they're fun- fantastic. We love them. Thank you. Um, something will be here next week. Who knows? At minimum, more of us will be here the week after. Either way, uh, thanks for being here. On behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean pleasure as always we'll see you next time for more tech news on another don't panic This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.